Into sports. 20 yards out. Urs shoot. Don't oh, oh, what a goal for Fabinho! Wow! And get into the all-new OTB Sports app. I think when he apologises to me, I probably will say hello to him. Yeah, no. Videos, sports news, live scores, interviews. If Fabregas is going to come up to me in the street and give me some of a mouth that he would have given me on a football pitch, what do we get a slap? Plus exclusive content on the OTB Podcast Network. The biggest names in sports. Ready when you are. Search OTB Sports on your app store and download it now. The OTB Podcast Network. With Green Farm on the go. Snack smart with 100% natural protein-powered chicken bites. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fake crowd noise? The Emirates never sounded so good. Gamble responsibly. Gamblingcare.ie All right, you're welcome back. It's half seven on a Thursday. John Giles is with us. Evening, John. Evening, Nathan. How impressed were you with how Manchester City turned that around in the second half last night? Uh, Very good, Nathan. Very impressed. Uh, Not very impressed with the first half. Mm. Um, most unlike them because uh, I find with uh, Guardiola in Manchester City uh, 50% of their success uh, Nathan is down to when they don't have the ball uh, and putting them under pressure and we didn't see any of that in the first half which, which uh, <coughs> excuse me I was amazed at uh, and uh, they were in big trouble mm. they were in big trouble Nathan definitely Neymar was excellent uh, and I think they were lucky to get away with a 1-0 at half-time. But second half, different story. It was the Manchester City that we know, uh, pressing the opposition, and they were excellent, and Neymar drifted out of it then. Yeah, well, a strange game to analyse, because it, you forget about the first half, City were so good in the second half, and at half-time you're looking and thinking... As you say, Neymar and Mbappe looked as though they were right at it. There was an intensity to Paris Saint-Germain that Manchester City just couldn't live with. And I know these players have been incredibly successful, but it was their first Champions League semi-final and there was a feeling almost at the break that, that they were there was nerves there from City. That, As you say, they just didn't seem to get to the pace of the game at all. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was nerves, uh, uh, Nathan. Um, it could well be, uh, as you said, I think it's the first semi-final they were in that they might have to be a bit cautious, mm. uh, but they certainly weren't doing what they normally do and what uh, Guardiola expects them to do and wants them to do and makes them do. Uh, that's where their success is. You know, like 50% of the successes, when the opposition have the ball, they hound them down the hand. They don't give them any room, like they did in the second half, Nathan. You know, and I, 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 I'd say first half, Guardiola was was terribly annoyed mm. with what they were doing, and they were a different team in the second half. And then it was up to uh, to, to Paris Saint Germain to to respond, uh, and they didn't do so. You know, Neymar was excellent in the first half, but really uh, in the second half he should, if, if he's supposed to be the world class player he is, uh, recognize after five minutes that this is a different second half, and I have to influence this game in a different way. That never happened, uh, Nathan. And, and, and City went on to win, as we know, uh, and were very, very impressive in the second half. But they, they, were, they were the City uh, that have been successful under Guardiola since he's gone there, and other teams, where they hound down the opposition. And, mm. and everybody, well, most people know in football, the more, you, the more less space you give the opposition, the less they're going to play well. 
and it just didn't happen. But but they got it right in the second half. Lucky enough, I mean, sometimes you can pay the price in the first half of being two or three down, which they could have been. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, the the second half was was more like the city that uh, Guardiola would want. And was that just a change in attitude? Was it the uh, hairdryer treatment from Pep at halftime that made the difference? Or did you see a, a change in tactics, a change in style from City? No, no, there was no change in tactics, uh, uh, Nathan, at all. No chest, ch- there was no change in positional sense, we'll do it this way, that way. Mm. I think when he came in at halftime, I'd say he was raging with them. Yeah. That, what are you doing? This is not us, you know. This is this is not the way we play. This is not the way we hound down people. And they did it immediately in the second half. Now I don't know why they did it in the first half. I suppose nobody knows. And let's say Guardiola wouldn't know. I, there'll be no instructions to do what they did. Let's put it that way. Mm. Uh, and and now, now we saw City in the second half. And now we saw Neymar go out of the game because it's all about time and space. Uh, Neymar, when, when you're playing at that level, it's all about time and space. If you give players time, average players time on the ball, they can have a look up and they can make the pass. What's what the great players do when they're under pressure, like City put them under pressure, they're still able to do it. And Neymar didn't do it. You know, he, he disappeared from the game. Uh, but, that, but that's what you have to do. I mean, that's what makes the great players. You see them all messy in certain games. He always has time and space. can do what he wants to not do, what he wants to do, but do what he has to do. And uh, City have, have, have uh, with Guardiola, definitely has been 50% of his success when they don't have the ball, is making it, making it hell, as they call it, for the opposition. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't. It certainly wasn't. They got so much room. It could have been two or three by half time. So they got away with it in a certain way, but made up for it, definitely made up for it in the second half. But ideally for a manager, you don't want to be making up for it in the second half, Nathan. Yeah. You know? What have you made of Phil Foden both last night and this season? 20 years of age, like a very slight-looking player, but seems to still have enough strength to constantly hold off players when they're trying to tackle him. He's been talked about as potentially one of the great English players. Do you see that level of talent in him? Uh, well, it's debatable whether he's going to be one of the, the, the great England, England players. Uh, I think he has enough with hard work and improvement uh, to become a great player, but a lot, uh, still a lot of work to be done. I think he, he has uh, the base for it in mm. terms of his control is good, he can beat players, he can score goals, Nathan. I think he's brave enough to do what needs to be done. Uh, and he, he, if he improves at the rate that you would expect him to, prove, to, to improve, then he could be one of the greats. But that's a long way off from now. But he's very, very good. He's only 20. And he has now what a lot of players don't have or you don't see in teams. He's able to go past people. Yeah. Now, you know, in the old days, in my day, you paid out to the wingers and you expected them to go by them. You know, wingers have gone out of the game mostly now. And there's very few players in the game actually take on the opposition and go past them. That's why we get a lot of square passing and that now, Nathan. A bit, bit too much, in my opinion. But he definitely has the ability to go past people and to score the goals. So he should be a huge, huge asset for City uh, in the years to come. Well, it gives them something very different as well. And listen, I, I, I was going to compare him to Andres Iniesta. He's probably a bit away from that yet. But 
they're a very possession-based team, Manchester City, so they do want to keep hold of the ball and keep ticking it around. Having somebody like Foden who can just suddenly skip by somebody in the middle of midfield adds that extra little bit of X factor that, that gives City another level. Definitely, and, and it's so important, Nathan, you know, because as I say, in the, in the modern game now, there's very few people that you can name. Mm. You can say, well, he takes people on. Very few. Because the game seems to be, well, you get in a certain position and we go back across the field again. Not all the time, but there's too much of it, in my opinion, that there, there are very few players who can do what Foden is doing. It's to take players. He's a really good dribbler and can go past people. They're, they're invaluable, those places. There, and that's the way he should be. And I think he will be uh, for City. Where would you play him? For Man- Where do you think his, uh, his position, his best position is? At the moment, I'd play him on the left wing. Right. Uh, and uh, because, the, the, like, I think Sterling has totally gone off his game. Mm. The last few matches I've seen him, he's been terrible. He's been no good whatsoever. Uh, and, 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 and Guardiola's left, left him out of a big game. And I think he's only played, like, once or twice in the last eight to ten games. And even in the, 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 the old League Cup final on, on the weekend... I thought he was poor. I saw some of the papers where he said he was back, back to his best. I didn't see it. Right. I thought he was poor. Uh, and I, I, w- I would play Foden in, in the position on the left wing because that's where most of your good play ends up, Nathan. You know, when you're playing well, it usually fa- ends up on the flanks. And to be fair to Maraz on the other side, I know he's left-footed, but he does take people on and, he's, and he can go past them. And, and, and that's what City need, you know, because they have a lot of players who can play it uh, square and in and whatever it has to go but you, you need somebody doing something special when you have that much possession of the ball and Foden is capable of doing it and I think Mares not as good as Foden beating people but he, but he can he can do it from the right hand side yeah because if you're not doing that Nathan you come back out and you start all over again yeah you know that was the idea of wingers like in my day if you, you get it out to them and their job now is to take the full back on because that's where your good play ends but that's not happening now and it's not happening with Sterling. He, if he gets it out there, he's, he's coming onto his right foot, back inside again. Now, now, now you're starting all over again, really. So that's why Foden will be so exceptional if if uh, if he improves. Well, he's very good now, but if he gets better than better, he's only twenty, so he, he has the he has the time to do it, and uh, he, he'd be a huge asset for City because City will always have a lot of possession of the ball, Nathan. Mm. And he'll if he if they have it, he'll get a lot of possession of the ball. Then he can do his stuff. The second goal for City last night, the Mares free kick, uh, the wall didn't stand up, and you couple that with what happened in the Chelsea game in the short corner. I think this is something you touch on a lot. That as <laughs> brilliant as the managers are with game plans and tactics, quite often it is these simple, basic errors that end up deciding these huge matches. Definitely. Now, you, 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 our listeners might be fed up with me talking about it because it's so vital. You know, Pochettino, uh, like his name, well, and a lot of people, tactics, you know, 4-3-3 and 4-2-2 and 2-1. You know, the, the main thing with a manager, Nathan, is getting the real basics right. And the basics are, 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 are look very, very simple things. Don't allow a corner kick to be taken, a short corner kick to be taken about you. Mark for the throw-ins, free kicks mm. for you, free kicks again. These are all things I've said before in your program. These are the things that make the game. It's not the big things that you hear a lot of the pundits talking about on the game, about they have to go to 4-3-3 or they have to go to 4. A lot of it's made up, and winning things made up of simple, what look like simple things. As you said, the, 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 uh, 
the, the, the corner kick in the Real Madrid match when, when Chelsea were winning they had three players out on the corner and uh, the ball finished up at the left back on the edge of the box and the reason you do that United, to take the short corners is that from the, the ordinary corner people are marked up when you take a short corner it gives license to your attackers to lose your markers that's the main thing in it and that's what happened in, 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 in that particular goal because the, the, the left back finished up, finish up making the cross from that angle and in the meantime they'd lost players and then came across then to Benzema who, who did really well to score mm. and, and the second big thing in, in situations like that was the free kick in, in the Paris Saint-Germain match, the, the, the Chelsea, the, sorry, City game, mm. where Mara scored. If you look at it again, the, 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 the wall, if you put a wall up, Nathan, that wall is not supposed to move. That's what the wall is for. Now, if you look at that all over, there are two or three players jumping and left a gap in the wall. Now, then the goalkeeper's no chance because the goalkeeper doesn't see it to start with, and he's only covering the side that he has to cover. The wall is supposed to do the other half of the goal. And if you look at that goal again, it's, it's, it was a, it's, it's a joke of a wall. Two or three players jumped, left a big gap in between, and that's where it went through. Whereas, it, again, you'd have to look at it from, from Chelsea's point of view. Mm. Sorry, I mean... Manchester City's Manchester. point of view, yeah. Sorry, uh, the, 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 the Manchester City. And, and you'd have to look at uh, 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 Potocino. Yeah, I mean, that should never happen. You know, I've said a few things like this with you, Dan. I don't be bored, your, your listeners, uh, Nathan. That there are certain things that y- you can do, and they talk about big tactics. But a mo- lot of the things that you can do before a match or when you come to a club first, you know, you're going to have goal kicks for you, goal kicks against you, free kicks for you on the edge of the box, free kicks again, corner kicks for corner kicks. So all you've got, what you have to do as a manager and a coach, in my opinion, is to make sure the wall is right. You don't give an easy goal away. A short corner king, you don't let it happen. These are things that you can plan mm. before a match. There's lots of things you can't plan, Nathan, before a match. Because somebody like Neymar gets in and produces a bit of magic and, and the ball can be in the back of the net. But there's, there's basic things that you can do about defending corner kicks, defending free kicks, defending throw-ins, all those things you can do. And if you look at the two matches over the, over the, 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 other, the last two days... One was a, a bad marking uh, from a corner kick that allowed Madrid in. And the other one was the, the, the free kick that we're talking about that Mario scored, yeah. which, which shouldn't have happened. You know, these, these are goals in, 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 in not, not many goals being scored, Nathan. Yeah. That's, that, well, that's my take on it anyway. I don't, and I don't want to bore your listeners. No, 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 no. I think, it's uh, so vital. Yeah, you know, it it's so well. vital, Nathan. You know, it's so vital to get these things right because there's so many goals scored from them. That can be avoided. Definitely can be avoided. Uh, all our football here and off the ball is with thanks to Paddy Power for information on responsible gambling. Visit gamblingcare.ie. Uh, just briefly, John, on the Chelsea Real Madrid game, it was a coming together of two of your favourite midfielders, Luka Modric and Ngolo Kante. Uh, Kante with the upper hand in that match. Um, I'd say so. I, I, I think Modric, uh, as you know, I love Modric. Mm. I think he's gone past his best, uh, Nathan. I don't think he can cover the ground and, and be as influential as right. he has been at his best. Now, he's, st- he's still terrific. Uh, but, uh, you know, Kante, they're not quite the same. In, in, well, Kante makes it, he, his own. He's not, he's not a schemer. He's just an all-round player who can win the ball. But I think, 
you know, I don't, George, I don't think Jorginho has it. Actually, I just thought of something. Do you remember the young lad, Billy Kilmore? Yeah, yeah. I would have him in the team instead of Jorginho. Right. I think Jorginho was very, you know, he passes, he gets it in, he's going to pass it back. He doesn't look to get turned around on it and get at the opposition. Very, very conservative in his play, in my opinion. And if you've got somebody like that in midfield, you're not going to create an awful lot for him. Mm. Kante is terrific at what he does. All action, wins the ball, gets it from A to B. He's a terrific lad. Chelsea, uh, sorry, we are short in time, John. Um, Chelsea, did they leave that one behind? Um, I don't know. Madrid, I, I think they were brilliant in the first half, uh, Nathan. Plenty of energy, actually, you know, were too, too energetic for Madrid. And I think in the second half, uh, they ran out of steam a little bit, and that's at the time that they needed a midfield player particularly to, to slow the pace down. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, get the ball, give it here, give it there. There's nobody to do that. Kante actually can't do that, uh, and Jorginho is not able to do it. So it, 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 they didn't have anybody to slow it down. Usually with midfield player, like Modric at his best years ago, uh, if, if he was in that situation, would know this is going against us. We have to slow this game. I have to get a hold of it. Pass it to A. Get it back. Get, there's only one ball on the pitch. And the best way to, to, to slow it down is to have the ball. And you don't, you don't have to be going for gold. You slow it down, slow it down, yeah. and get the pace off it. There's nobody to do that. Uh, 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 Chelsea in the yeah. second half. They were very good in the first half. And, uh, and then Madrid took advantage of that. John, great stuff. Uh, sorry we're tight for time tonight, but uh, we'll make a bit more space next week. But great stuff. Good to talk to you as always. Thanks, Nathan. Uh, John Giles there with us every Thursday at half past seven. And next week we'll, of course, be looking back as well at Manchester United against Liverpool, which is our live game this Sunday here on Off the Ball. Football on Off the Ball. With Paddy Power. Fake crowd noise. The Emirates never sounded so good. Gamble responsibly. Gamblingcare.ie.